0: Today, from Ephesians 5, verse 22 through Ephesians 6, verse 4. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her just as Christ does the church because we are members of his body. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound, and I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you, and that you may live long in the land. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. This is the word of God. It is absolutely true, and it is given to us in
1: love. Amen. Thank you, Carol, for the reading of our scripture this morning. Join me in a word of prayer. Father, I do thank you for this great privilege of being able to break the bread of life to your people. I pray now, God, that you would open our hearts and minds and allow us to receive from you. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I must admit, admit that as I was telling the staff this week that this was going to be, uh, uh, as we get into this passage, this would be a little tricky. And I would ask that the Lord would help me to be able to say uh, what He would have me to say, and and not uh, be offensive to people, but to truly speak His word, so that when we leave this place, that we are better than when it were than we were when we first came in, Amen. So, this passage that we will be discussing today. Um, I want to make it clear: it's not about male, male promoting male superiority or female inferiority. It's about—it's not about uh, promoting abusive relationships or oppressing anybody. Because for many, this this passage has been misinterpreted, and it's been used to justif- justify um, actions that God never intended. So, after saying that, what what is it that this passage is saying? First, I believe that this passage is talking to us about relationships and the relationships specifically between husbands and wives. The Bible is very clear. The husband is the head of the household. But what does that mean? Does it mean that the husband has a right to boss his wife around? to make all the decisions and expect her to serve him? The answer to that is no, it does not. Instead, what God is saying is that the husband has been given the responsibility to lead, protect, and provide for his family. He used to be the spiritual leader of his household. He used to have set examples of love and self-sacrifice, just as Christ did for the church. The husband is meant to love his wife as his own body and to cherish her as a precious gift from God. Amen? Amen. At least the sisters should say amen. amen. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 18 and 22, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. So brothers and sisters, when God blesses us men with a wife, he's blessing us with a good thing. His favor is upon us when we take care of our wives like we should. Amen. Amen. When, when we are responsible, when we lead, protect, and provide, God is smiling on us. Now, I want us to know that the type of love that the husband should have for his wife is not self-seeking or demanding, but is sacrificial and serving, Let's look at verse 23. Verse 23 says this, For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, and his body and himself is its Savior. So what we need to know is that just as Christ is the head of the church, the husband is the head of the house, but Christ is not just the head; He's also the body, and He Himself is its Savior. Brothers, 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 hear me: We're not the saviors of our family; Christ is. But when we follow Him, when we're leading, when He, when we allow His Spirit to work in us, we lead, protect, and provide like we should. Amen. And He Himself serves. He Himself. Saves our family. He saves us and he saves our family. Listen to this. Once we know the man's responsibility, the husband's responsibility, it is to serve and protect. It is to lead, it is to guide. Listen to what Christ says about the woman. Verse 24, it says this. Uh, on the other hand, on the other hand, the wife is called to submit to her husband's leadership. Listen to this, now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives submit in everything to their husband. This submission, listen, again, I need to reiterate this. Submission, this submission is not because the woman is inferior or, or less important, but it's because this is the, the design that God has for the family. Submission does not mean blind obedience. It does not mean mindless servitude. It means willingly placing oneself under the authority of another for the, great, for the sake of a greater purpose, which in this case is the well-being of the family. Now, I, I, I've been married. I've been married 33 years, and I will tell you that if Sonia was not in that house, there would be chaos. Okay? Would y'all hear me? Me and my boys would run amok. We would always sit around in our T-shirt and nothing more. And eating candy, we I would feed those kids cake for breakfast. Are y'all following me? Uh, are y'all listening to me? But Sonya's in that house. She brings stability to that house. Amen. I, I am the head of our house, but Sonya brings stability. Brothers and sisters, our wives add to us. Are y'all following me? So what? Christ is what Paul is telling the church is that that we need to be right in our relationships. We need to be right in our relationships with one another. We need to be right in our relationships with our spouses. Y'all see this? We've been talking about this. Any, any, can I get any witness? Any brother in here who's been married any amount of time will tell you that without their wives, the house will be chaotic. Amen? Amen? It, 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 we, we would have no control. Half the things that my kids know it's because Sonia instilled those things in, there, in them. Are y'all following me? Oh, y'all quiet today. <laughs> That's the truth. That's the truth. The house will be chaotic without our wise brothers. Submission is not a one-way street. Just as the husband is called to lead in love, the wife is called to submit in respect. The husband is not free to abuse his authority or mistreat his wife, but he is called to use his leadership for the good of the family. Look at this. Look at these verses. Look, let's look at what these verses says about that. Verse 26. Actually, let's look at 25 first. Husband, love your, wife, your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing that she might be holy and without blemish. In the same ways, the husbands should love their wives as their own body. He who loves his wife loves himself, for no one ever hates his own flesh but nourishes it and cherishes it but nourishes and cherishes it just as Christ does the church. So husbands have a responsibility to take care of their wives, to cherish them, to nourish them. And, and when you're loving her like you're supposed to, guess what you're doing? You're loving yourself. If, if I'm out of relationship with Sonia, if I'm, if I'm not treating her right, it's impossible for me to be in the right head space. Are y'all understanding me? If I'm not in re- right relationship with her, I, I, my, my words are, lo- I'm lost. You may see me walking around, but inside I'm confused. Marbles are running around. Things are loose when I'm not in right relationship. Can I get one witness in here? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Amen. So we need to be in right relationship. He tells me to nourish, to cherish her, just as Christ did the church. Christ gave his life for the church. And I, we ought to be willing to give our lives for our family, for our wives. Listen, and I I know this may, you know that, yeah, yeah, that sounds a little, to give our lives, but we ought to be protectors. That's what we're called to do. If something's going wrong in the house, if there's noise outside, I should not send my wife, brothers. Are y'all with me? I should not say, honey, go out there and find out what's going on. She, if that be the case, she might want to trade me in. <laughs> brothers, we're called. We're called to be protectors. We're called to look out for them. It says we, we got to do just as Christ did. I know, I know as men, sometimes we we take this this male-dominant role, and we say, I'm the head of this house, and I, I say what goes. Brothers, let me tell you something. In 33 years, I said that one time, what nice. oh y'all, y'all following me? And I said it from a place of not knowing, a place of, can I be truthful, just place of ignorance, amen, a place of, of, of saying some stuff that I wish I could take back later, a place of where God wasn't where he needed to be in my life when God is not in his in his place in his proper place in our lives guess what we begin to do we begin to act out we begin to to try to use scripture to make us feel good we we take this passage and we abuse it to try to to uphold us to make us in the right place but that is not it at all so brothers while God has placed us to be the head and and women and our wives ought to be submissive brothers let me tell you something we're not the lord over our wives and i will tell you this it's a smart husband who acts who who includes his wife who, who seeks her input who seeks her guidance amen, amen. brother i'm t- i'm trying to tell you if 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 in earlier years some stuff that we have done that we have been through, if I had sought her input, if not only just seek it, but listen to her, and apply some of the stuff that she has offered, some of the hard things that we faced would have been easier, (laughs) amen? I'm I'm, I'm just telling the truth, we're quiet. But when the truth is being spoken, we ought to say amen. Amen. We're lost, we're lost sometimes. It it, it is, I've learned, it's in my best interest to, to hear what Sonia got to say about a thing before I do it. It saves me some heartache down the road. Amen? Now listen, Paul tells us that the relationship between the husband and wife is a reflection of the relationship between Christ and the church. Just as Christ gave his life for the church, so too shall the husbands be willing to sacrifice his own interests for the sake of his wives. And just as he submits, as the church submits to Christ's leadership, so too must husbands and wives submit to one another. So this relationship between husbands and wives has to be a relationship that reflects Christ in the church. Amen? Amen? It has to. That, that's what it is. Christ, Christ gave himself for the church. Christ is, is making the church. He's making the church whole. He's coming back for a church. He's coming back for a bride without spot or wrinkle. He's coming back for us. And he calls us as husbands to lead our homes. He calls us wives to be submissive to our husbands in the Lord. Amen. Let me tell you what marriage is not. Marriage marriage is not this thing that when you get mad, you get to leave. Amen. If things aren't going your way, don't mean you get to leave. He calls it. Listen, we, we take, this is a commitment. Listen, this is our relationship to the church. I said that to bring this home to us as a church. Just because things don't go our way in here don't mean we get to leave. This is a commitment, y'all. We, we take vows when we come to church, right? When we become members of the church, we take vows. And when we get married, we take vows. Listen, God, Christ himself, gave his life for the church. He knows all about us. He knows about our shortcomings. He knew every sin that we would commit. He gave his life for us, the church let that rest for a moment. And he does not get mad and say, I'm done with those folk. Anybody glad about that? That he just don't say, I'm sick of them. I'm sick of them folk. I'm out of here. He gave his life for the church. And when we husbands love your wife, we can't throw our hands up and say, I'm sick of this. We have to work on our relationships. And this is what Paul is telling the, the the new Christians work on your relationship with your spouse. Make sure your things are right in your home. Brothers and sisters, if things are not right in my house, it's impossible for me to stand here and give guidance to you about how to take care of things in your home. Husbands, love your wives. Wives, be willing to submit, not because you're inferior not because you're less than him, but God has a design for the family. So, once he finished talking about the wives, the husband and wife relationship, then he begins to talk about the relationship between parents and children. Let me say this. I found myself a couple weeks ago just thinking back on how God has kept me and how God has allowed me to stay married all this time. And I look at my kids. Brothers and sisters, I will tell you, if I could go back and do things differently, I would. When it, came, when it comes to raising my kids. I, I will make sure as a dad that I was more in tune to the things that they wanted. I will be less of somebody who only told them what to do. I will listen to them more. Y'all following me? if I could turn back the hands of time, but I can't. So brothers and sisters, I wanna give it to you here. Those of you who have children, raise them up. Look, look what the scripture says, look what it says. It says, children, it speaks to the children first. It says, children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Honor thy father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. I believe that this is important. This is important, young people who, are here, who can hear me. Honor your father and your mother. It tells us in Exodus, I think this is worth looking at, if you will. Let's go to Exodus chapter 20. Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. It says, honor your father and mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. Listen to this. Listen to this. I think that there's something to this. We've kind of gotten away from this. But I believe, children, you are to honor your father and your mother. It, Paul says it is the first commandment with promise. So here's this. You do this. And I, and I know somebody may write me, somebody may send me an email, that, that, that that's not it. But Scripture says, Scripture says, honor thy mother, thy father, and your mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord God has given you. I believe that there's something tied to us right now. There's something, this, this, this is tied to us as people right now. When we honor our parents, when we honor our father, and our mother. I believe there's, there's, some, there's a blessing attached to that. Amen? Young people, you just can't do what you want to do. You're called to be obedient. Amen? And I know I, I have a rule. I have a rule. I listen to people. Somebody, I was talking to a young lady one time, and she was beginning to tell me how awful her mom was. And, and all these things that her mom was doing to her, and I had to stop her. I said, let me tell you something. If one thing your mama did right you is you was here. You are alive. You are breathing. You need to thank God that you're alive and you're breathing. Please, I don't want to say that children don't go through hard times. I, I, I don't want to disregard that. I don't want to say things for us to think that children are just to, they're just little, little people with no feelings because they are. Amen. But I wanna I wanna to speak to our young people. Young people, you have to be obedient to your parents in the Lord. Amen. There's a promise, there's a blessing tied to it. Disobedient children become unruly adults. Amen. Unruly adults become adults. Adults who go to prison. Amen. Amen. R- rules aren't to to hurt you. As a kid, my parents had rules. They wouldn't let me do things. People used to have parties. Listen to me. I wanted to go to the parties. I wanted to hang out with people that were doing the parties. My mama would say, "No, sir. You coming home?" Man, I would be so angry, and 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 i wanted to do those things that the other kids were doing when i became an adult guess what the first thing i did i went to a club y'all i went to a club and anybody want to take a guess what i did in that club yeah there you go smoke weed you know because all this stuff was happening drinking party guess what i did i found me a chair and i went to sleep <laughs> the music was blaring the music was going on. I wasn't used to that. I didn't know how. I didn't know what to do. I found myself in a chair and I was sleeping. The speakers was above my head, and I was in a chair sleeping. Mm-hmm. Somebody came over there and say, "And I was in the Marine Corps at the time." They say, "Wake that Marine up." I say, "Marine, what are you doing?" I say, "I guess I'm finna go on back to the barracks." And I've never been to another club. I'm trying to encourage somebody. <laughs> Parents, it works. Keep, keep teaching them the right thing. Scripture says train up a child in the way they should go. When they're old, they won't depart from it. What that means is this, is that yes, 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 they may try some stuff, but what's in them, they're going to come back to it. Amen? Amen. Brothers and sisters, I, outside of working midnights as a police officer, I can't tell you a time that I've been out past twelve o'clock. Hello. When the sun goes down, guess where I'm going? I'm going home. And about eight thirty, guess where I'm at? Amen. Amen. I'm just saying. Listen. What? What? I'm trying. I'm trying to talk to you. Train your children. Listen. You teach them to be obedient, and you just keep training them. And and we, you just can't. Treat them any kind of way. Love on them. That's what the Scripture says. The Scripture tells us to love on them. Look at this. So y'all won't think it's just me. Honor your father and your mother. That it, this is the first commandment with promise, that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Fathers, do not provoke your kids to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. So listen, we, we can't just provoke them to anger we need to love them. We need to raise them right. Listen to this. We need to do what's right. We need to train them up in the right way. This is relationship. He's telling this to the church. He's not speaking to the people in the world. He's talking to, this, to the church. He's telling this to the new Christians on how to be good spouses to one another and how to raise up their kids. Not only does he talk about husbands and wives and children, He goes on. If you go on to the next verses, he talks about bond service and masters on how how you should work and how you should treat, how you should work and how employers should treat their employees. So, brothers and sisters, this, this relationship thing is important. It ain't just in the church. It's in our homes. Amen? It's not just that we love each other in here. We love, we need to love our spouses. We need to love our children. We need to take the same type of of spirit that God is in place in in us, in the church, we need to take it into our workplaces. Amen? Amen? Listen, we ought to be doing the work that we've been hired to do, not just so we can be man-pleasers, not just so when they see us that we're working, we need to be working as unto God. Amen? This is God, He's telling, he's, he's trying to teach us how our relationships ought to be. Amen. In our homes, in our church, we've talked about forgiving, we've talked about reconciliation, we've talked about our, our, our oneness in Christ, we've talked about the unity that we have. Amen. What is all this been about? This isn't about us how to treat one another. We ought to be loving and kind to one another. Yes, we have to speak the truth, but we're supposed to speak the truth in love. Amen. Husbands, love your wife. Wives, submit to your husbands. Children, obey your parents. Fathers, don't rule over your kids. Employees, do right on your jobs. Employers take care of your people. If you're an employer, make sure you're taking care of them. Don't working from sun up to sun down. They have families. Are y'all with me? This is about relationships. If we get nothing else out of Ephesians, there's a new identity. There's a oneness. And we need to treat each other right. We need to learn to love on one another. How do we talk to each other? Don't be dismissive toward one another. He takes this all the way to our home. He takes it to his children for us to be with our kids. And what does that look like on our jobs? What does that look like in your life? It's okay, we're not perfect. But what, it, what, what we do have, we have the Holy Spirit, which is perfect. It can help us. It can guide us. Some of, But listen, listen, truth is we need the Holy Spirit to teach us these things because we can't do these things on our own. We need the Holy Spirit to teach us how to love each other, our families, our children, and our jobs. Y'all with me? Nothing, nothing. I ain't got no tricky words. I don't got nothing special. But we need to be praying, God, help me to be a better husband. Father, help me to be a wife who's submissive to her husband. Not because he's better than me, but because this is your will for us. Help me, Father, to know how to talk to my children. My prayer today is, God, help me know how to parent my adult kids. They're not in my home anymore. I pray that what I've taught them as kids, that they can grab a hold of it now. So, Father, help me know how to parent my adult kids. Help me know how to speak when they need me to speak and not when I want to speak. Are y'all following me? Help me know how to give them direction. Help me know how to love Sonya like she need to be loved. Not so I can get what I want, but so I can lead my family like I'm supposed to. Let's pray. Father, I pray for I pray that we seek you for the wisdom and the strength we need to live out how to be husbands, how to be wives, how to be parents, how to be employers, how to be employees, I pray, God, that we seek you to know how to, to love each other. I pray that we seek you for your guidance, to know how to, to be the church that you have called us to be, how to be light in darkness, how to walk in love and how to. Let no other identity except for who we are in Christ be number one in our life. Allow nothing, God, to be more important than our relationship with you. Allow nothing, God, to hinder us from being who you called us to be in every walk of our life. So God, we give you praise, we give you glory. We thank you in advance for how things in our life will change, how we will be better husbands, how we will be better wives, how how we will lead our family. We thank you for that, God. We thank you, God, for uh, uh, making relationships right, God. We thank you for teaching us how to reconcile to one another. We thank you, God, for being everything that we need. We thank you, God, that we are not here to walk this journey alone. We thank you for the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, that will guide us and lead us. So, Father, we just give you the praise. God, I believe that we don't have to wait till things are visibly changed in our lives. I believe that we can tell you thank you now. I believe, God, that we can walk in victory right now I believe, God, we can walk in deliverance. I believe, God, we can be the people that you've called us to be. And we thank you for that, God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information or would like to help support the local body of Christ Church in town, please visit our website christchurchintown.org